0: welcome to the magnificent vibes podcast aka mvp where we talk about sports music media stuff that you might or might not care about and this is another mini episode of picks from yours truly rock the magnificent uh, we have another episode on the way uh, next week me and Ian will be back on the mic uh, to touch on more nba stuff but we're about to get into this nfl week 10 season here week 10 of the 2022 2023 season and uh had a pretty good week in week 9 huge bounce back huge bounce back 10 and 3 your boy went 10 and 3 and if it wasn't for a couple of upsets the record could have been better but I'll take that I'll take the results I'll take the 10 and 3 record as it is I'm happy about that Hey, if it wasn't for one play call in particular, I could have been nine and four, which I wouldn't have been mad at either, but I'll get into that later on in my uh, picks. So I'm not going to keep rambling on. You're here for one thing and one thing only. You're here to hear me pick who is going to win this week, who's going to lose this week. So let's get into it, starting with Thursday's game between the Falcons and the Panthers. Excuse me, the Panthers are at home for this one, but that doesn't mean anything. Why? Because the Panthers are trash and the Falcons will be coming to Carolina pretty disappointed because they had a chance to beat the Chargers over the weekend. And again, the Falcons lose in the most Falcons way, uh, giving it up in the final quarter, just continuing to lose in the last seconds of these football games. The Falcons record should be better than what it shows. They are not their four and five record. I think they're better than their four and five record shows. But with that being said, I think the Falcons are a better team than the Panthers. I think the Panthers are going to lose this game. Uh, The Falcons are a two and a half point favorite, which I think is kind of close. I don't think this one's gonna be close guys. I think the Falcons are gonna easily beat the Panthers tonight on Thursday I just don't think this is going to be an appealing match for a lot of viewers to watch but for football fans alike I think they will enjoy watching uh the Fa- well Falcons fans alike will enjoy are going to enjoy watching this game tonight because they're going to be cheering most of the night I guarantee you that well you know what on the other hand I better not guarantee that because it's been a weird year you never know hey the Panthers beat the Tampa Bay Bucks earlier this year so you never know we'll see what happens Now to the Sunday games. We have a Germany game. Munich, Germany is where this next game is going to be played. And it's going to be between the Buccaneers and the Red Hot Seahawks. The Red Hot Seahawks. Geno Smith is going on this huge, and I don't want to call it a revenge tour because, you know, none of us punched him in the eye, you know, (laughs) back when he was with the Jets. But hey, this is a revival tour. I will say that this is a revival tour for Geno Smith. I'm so happy for him. I think if the Jets would have gotten this version of Geno Smith, maybe the Jets wouldn't be in this position that they're at right now. But hey, it is what it is. Geno's playing lights out football. He's going up against a struggling Buccaneers team who struggled to beat another mid team in the Rams. The Rams had every chance to win that game. They just couldn't pull it off. And it was only right that, you know, Tom Brady ends the game on a touchdown, right? Very mid-game. It was horrible. Bad game to watch. I'm glad I didn't watch it because when I watched the speed highlights of this thing, it was a disaster all across the board. I just don't think that the Bucks are good. They're not. They're not. And see Seattle was headed up. If the bucks win this game it could be a season defining win for them it could turn their season around if this is the case i'll be the first to say that uh but if the bucks lose this game things gonna be it's gonna get it's gonna end real ugly in tampa but with all that being said the bucks are a three-point favorite i think the seahawks cover that i think i take the seahawks and the points on this one I think the Seahawks go on the road and win this game impressively. I think it is going to be down to a three-point game. And I think the Seahawks come out on top on this one. So there you have it. Up next, we have the 12 o'clock game starting with the Bears at home against the Lions. And I'm not going to harp too much on the action and and what I think is going to happen with this game because I think this is definitely an easy game for the Bears to win. Yeah, I I don't, if the Bears lose this game, it's going to be a lot of upset Bears fans. Might be even more upset than when the Bears lost to the Washington Redskins. But I think the Bears are going to win this game easily. They are a three-point favorite. I think they go above that. The Lions are trash. Yeah, they had a, a very Faith strengthening win over the Green Bay Packers, which I was so happy about. I was so happy to gloat over that. But it was really because Aaron Rodgers made a lot of mistakes in the red zone. That was the biggest reason why the Lions won that game. And the Bears have been moving the ball so well and they are scoring in the red zone. You don't know who's going to score, you don't know if it's going to be Montgomery. You don't know where it's going to be Herbert. You know, it's going to be fields. And that's the bottom line. Bottom line is I got the the bears over the lions and getting just focusing in, taking a little break here. I just want to talk about what I've been saying. If you go back, listen to the episodes, listen to the episodes. If you're a first time listener from, from week one, I've been saying we have to be patient with Justin Fields development. I've said that with each and every heartbreaking loss that the Bears have had up until this point, because he's has the talent. He can throw the football. He's the fastest quarterback, second fastest quarterback next to Lamar Jackson. And the kid is talented. He can play. All, of, all the coaches have to do is you know, in the beginning, they were coaching as if they were trying to protect Justin Fields, right, from making mistakes. Or they had Justin out there thinking too much. Now you see the game is getting slower for him. It's coming to him. He's not. And I know there's a lot of people saying, oh, well, he still, he still holds on to the ball it's a little bit too long to, for my liking. But you know what the key? You know where I see... This is why I think that, the, that Justin Fields is the quarterback of the future. is because he's making smart decisions with the football. He's not turning it over. As long as he's not turning the ball over, ladies and gentlemen, I am fine with him holding the ball too long sometimes. And if he holds on to the ball too long, so what? He makes something great happen with it. He's dodging, ducking and dodging defensive linemen and defensive backs. And he's just going and just beating guys to the races. And so, with all that being said, I'm not gonna make this whole episode about Justin Fields. But, and and shout out to Justin Fields winning NFC Offensive Player of the Week. A big shout out to him. Bears fans, you have your quarterback. The discussion is over. I don't care if Justin has a mediocre game against the Lions. I don't care if he has an okay game against the Lions or if he has three touchdowns or four touchdowns against the lions no matter what he does in this next game i think justin fields is the quarterback for the bears in the future because as bears fans we're not used to having a franchise quarterback all franchise quarterbacks have some type of trope or weakness about them that irritates their fans you know i'm sure a lot of Peyton manning fans or fans of the colts and the fans of the broncos would have would like to See Peyton Manning maybe run for a first down every now and then. Same with Green Bay Packers fans. Same with uh, Patriots fans. That, that you know there were Patriots fans that were complaining about Tom Brady, and this man was winning championships for them. So with all that being said. And I'm not comparing Justin Fields to none of those quarterbacks. I'm just using that as an example as to, as Bears fans were not accustomed to having a good quarterback, guys. So take the small weaknesses and just be okay with that. Be okay with his small weaknesses. Be okay with the fact that he holds the ball too long. Be okay that he might make a bad decision here or there. He's, at the end of the day, I would rather take the good, the, 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 the 80% of good that he's been showing over the last four weeks than the 20% of that, I would take that. There is no such thing as a perfect quarterback in the NFL. The Bears, Bears fans, get that straight. Get that straight. Get out of your head that Justin Fields has to be perfect in order for him to be the franchise quarterback. That's not the case. That's not the case. And that's just my rant for the day on Justin Fields. i read in the comments, a lot of comments, there's still a lot of nitpickers out there when it comes to Justin Fields that are Bears fans and I'm just like you know what let me address that and and get that out the way this man is this man is the real deal if you you walked away from that Miami game thinking that Justin Fields is not a good quarterback you just don't like football at the end of the day you just don't like football you just don't like anything about (laughs) anything so um, that being said oh and by the way NFL the NFL overturned their Decision that they basically said that the refs did make the wrong call on Chase Claypool on that last play, where uh, Justin Fields threw a, a, a jump ball and Claypool literally got married. <laughs> he literally got the defensive back literally married him, man. I mean, they just get a room. That's pretty much what I wanted to say to the the defensive back that was all over uh, Chase Claypool. But hey, uh, the NFL. Basically acknowledged this, said it was the wrong call, but hey, it's too late now. Can't take the win back. I mean, should have said that back when it happened. So or should have looked at instant replay to double check to make sure there was no interference on that play. But the refs aren't gonna do that. So it is what it is. The Bears are three and six. They'll be four and six soon after a win over the Lions now let's go into these other games i'm done ranting about my favorite one of my my home team let's go to the bills and the vikings the bills coming off a surprising loss to the jets on the road, and shout out to sauce Gardner, man i keep telling you guys that dude is the real deal man He, he did a great job on the vikings with me switching up on the bills wide receivers during that game, had a couple of big stops. Uh, I still don't believe in Zach Wilson, but hey, it is what it is. That defense is really good in New York. In New York, pretty much drew the blueprint as to how to beat the Bills. Let's see if the Vikings follow that. The Vikings have been high off their wins coming out. You know, they got Kirk Cousins looking like a fool and on airplanes now wearing gold chains. It is what it is. But I think the Bills bounce back. In a shootout. I think this is going to be a shootout, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be a nice back-and-forth entertaining game. And if you're a fantasy owner of anybody from either one of these teams, you are excited about this matchup. You, you, you and, and definitely, this is going to be a shootout. I guarantee you that. And I'm not taking that guarantee back. Uh, Josh Allen did injure his elbow in the last game. I think they said he's okay. I don't think he's going to miss this game. Thank goodness. But uh the Bills... I got the Bills winning this game in a shootout. Uh, I think the Vikings covered at three and a half points. But I think the Bills win this one. The Titans at home against the, Bron- uh, the Broncos. And the Titans, still no word on whether Tannehill will be back. And I just didn't like what I saw from their backup quarterback. So I'm going to go with the Broncos on this one. I think Russell Wilson's, you know, he's slowly starting to figure it out. Um, you know, hopefully... You know they they have a decent defense. They have a you know the Titans are just you know really Derrick Henry or or, or bust. None of their wide receivers can get open. AJ Brown checking taking shots at them in the in social media, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. But hey, I think the Broncos go on and win this game. They are two and a half point underdog. I think they cover those two points. Up next, we got the Jaguars on the road against the Chiefs. Not going to harp on this one too much. I think the Chiefs wins this one easily. The Browns on the road against the Dolphins. Uh, the Browns have been playing competitive football. You know, they're not a good team, but they've been competitive. And I think they will be competitive against the Dolphins. I think they will make this game an interesting game. But I think the Dolphins has got too many weapons, uh, too much explosive weapons to to. You know, just be intimidated by the Browns. And I think the Dolphins win this one at home. They're a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I think they cover that. The Texans on the road against the Giants. Me, myself personally, as a fantasy owner, I'm happy about this matchup because I have, I have Saquon Barkley, and the Texans are the worst-run defense in the NFL. And I think he's going to cook against this Texans team. And I think the Giants go on and win their seventh game. Up next, we got the Saints on the roll against the Steelers. This is a pick'em game because both teams are pretty trash. But I think the Steelers will win this one at home. It, it, with, with games like this, you usually go with the home team, uh, where it's like two terrible teams going up against each other. I think the Steelers go on and win that game. And the Saints are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I think the Steelers cover that. Uh, the Giants are a five-point favorite, by the way, and I think they win. Let's go to the 3 o'clock games. We got the Colts on the road against the Raiders. I got the Raiders winning this one, even though both of these organizations are going through separate disasters right now, one being a team that don't know what it wants to be as far as their identity at quarterback, as far as their culture, as far as their coach, as they fired uh, you know, Frank Reich and, and, and hired Jeff Saturday as their new head coach got the Raiders who many people thought were going to win this division in the AFC West and they are just really underachieving to the highest power and but I think the Raiders all that being said I think the Raiders win this game they better win this game if the Raiders don't win this game have, have a have a missing signs out for Raiders fans because I think a lot of them are just gonna jump off of the up next, we got the Rams at home against the Cardinals. The Cardinals coming off a heartbreaking loss to the Seahawks. didn't uh, check out that Bubba Baker rant at the end of that game, it was pretty worth watching. And maybe that's the spark that they need um, because the Rams are just trash. And I think the Cardinals go going the road and win this game. Uh, the Rams are a one-point favorite. I think that the Cardinals cover that and they go on and they win that uh, the Cardinals over the Rams the Cowboys on the road against the Packers the Packers in desperate need of a win right now at this point Aaron Rodgers off to his worst start of his career thus far and the Cowboys um, coming off a Also after a high octane performance against the Bears I think they bring that same energy to Lambeau Field and this is a this is a team. Hey, if you're the Cowboys, this is when you want Aaron Rodgers. And the Cowboys have had a history of getting their heart broken by Aaron Rodgers. And you know, the catch that was with Dez Bryant, of course. You know, the, the cook catch in the playoffs that led to that win in Dallas. You know, the, the Cowboys, they, they should be they just should be rubbing their hands like Birdman with this game they should be taking advantage and just don't don't let up don't let up just go in here come into lambeau field and humiliate and embarrass this team because that's what they deserve because they're the packers all right i said it Yep. and i I, at the end of the day i think the cowboys go on and win this game they're a five-point favorite i think they cover up next we got the seven o'clock game on sunday night the 49ers at home against the chargers chargers coming off a comeback win against the falcons last week the 49ers well rested they get a chance to uh go uh man th- this is a tough game to call because the chargers even though they're five and three they've been kind of a real choppy five and three they won a lot of close games this year games that they probably should have won then they lost some games they probably should have won too so they're they're a hard team to kind of read uh, the 49ers on the other hand are kind of that same thing they're they're, they're kind of the, the, the Los Angeles Chargers of <laughs> of the NFC but um you know it looks like McCaffrey is getting his gotten his footing real quick in the 49ers offense and I think the Niners are at home then because of that Well, I know they are at home because I just said it, but the 49ers will win this game against the Chargers in a close win. They're a 7-point favorite. That's a lot of points. I think the Chargers cover that and make this one a close game. And last but not least the Monday night game, the Eagles at home against the Commanders. Not going to waste too much time on this one. The Commanders are are not that good and they're going to get a reality check with the Eagles in Philadelphia. I think the Eagles win this one easily and they are 11-point favorite and I I don't know. It could be a close game. I mean the Eagles and and you know commanders are in the same division. Usually those division games are t- are tougher than the normal, you know, games where you're playing out conference, you know, teams that are not in your conference. So you don't, you know, these two teams know each other a little bit better. So this could be a, a lot more competitive game. But eh, nah, I don't think so. I think the Eagles win this one easily. Those are my picks and I'm sticking to them. Ravens, Bengals, Panthers, Jets. I will predict your fate next week. With that being said, those are my picks. Sticking to them. Ride the Magnificent. I'll talk too much. I'll see you guys on the next episode.